0: It's tidbit time! Hey guys, Leo here, coming at you with a bookful tidbit to help you start off 2019. I don't know about you, but I am hype for this new year. So I thought I'd start it off with a little bit of a not a whole bookful thought, like I said, a little tidbit. Um we are not releasing a full episode this week. However, we have one in the making, so stay tuned because there will be a very big announcement at the end of this next full episode. So, be excited because it's going to be hype. So, the thought I wanted to share with you today was the most memorable book of 2019 for me. Now, my list is a little bit different in that it is a list and not one book, because my year was a little crazy of you know 2019. I actually ended up switching schools, so there were some different situations going on where in the spring of 2019, I got to read certain books and in the fall of 2019, I also got to read different books. So it kind of made me kind it made it hard to pick just one. Obviously, I also read more books over the summer, so I came up with three, kind of for my three different areas of how my year went. I had the spring where I was at my old school, the summer, and this fall of when I was at my new school. So I'm going to kick it off with the book Made You Up by Francesca Zappia. Zappia? I swear I'm saying that right. We're going to go with That's How It Sounds. So the book's premise is a basically, there is this girl, and she imagines stuff, but when I say I imagine stuff, I don't mean she daydreams, like, she literally creates objects that only she can touch and feel and interact with in a mat, and, you know, are part of her world, and nobody else can see them, uh, she has, like, big-time schizophrenia, and, uh, it's a- the story of her living her high, out her high school life at a new high school and how she meets obviously this guy. It's a romance um, and what she does with it, how she interacts with her very special world and how she interacts with this guy's world because he's a little off and different too. So, and it's actually kind of a mystery as well. And this book was one I picked up probably in the late winter, and didn't finish till like March. Uh, the reason for that was, is you know, I had life, and life was busy. Uh, however, I did get to go on a school field trip, and I was an eight-hour drive to Florida where I was just chilling the whole time. So I kind of read, like, the entire book. I'd only done, like, a fourth of it so far. So I got to sit down, finish it, and when I got to the end, I was like, what the heck? Because it was very interesting. The mystery was okay, the romance was eh. However, the way the author worked with the different... With the, the very interesting topic of schizophrenia and the idea of a woman, a girl, I guess, a teenager, whose life is astronomically just different from everybody else's. Um, you know, it's kind of like a classic trope of the nobody understands me high school girl, except literally nobody understands her because her world is extremely different. Um, and that one I enjoyed a lot. Uh, it kept me to the very end because you are always wondering the entire time, well, is this actually what's real? Is this person really, you know real a real person is what she's experiencing right now the real thing uh, because some of the, the book is pretty wacky like the things that happen in it are pretty wacky so I like that the author kind of kept you on edge and kept you wondering the entire time I appreciated the way it was written a lot now, the second book I wanted to talk about was a little bit different, not your typical read-in-a-week or just something fun you like to read after or before school. It's called The Seven Laws of Teaching by John M. Gregory. Now, this one is obviously very different. Uh, it is a nonfiction, and it's really kind of a how-to guide for teachers uh, and a little bit of students alike who uh, want to understand the Seven Laws of Teaching. Now, the Seven Laws of Teaching are actually, from my understanding, kind of... I don't know if they're famous, but I know they're somewhat of a big deal. Um, And this book definitely helped me a lot with Perspective. Being able to read something that's targeted towards a teacher and how he's supposed to teach how and how he's supposed to interact with his students really helps me kind of understand what it is a teacher is trying to accomplish and how I as a student can help that teacher accomplish that goal. Because at the end of the day, I am somebody who's sitting in someone else's class trying to learn. And it is really kind of mostly for my benefit most i mean the teacher gets paid, obviously, so there's that, but he's spent he or she has spent his time to learn and be developed in both their skills as a rhetorician and as a um i guess a teacher in their subject, and they want to communicate and convey that knowledge to me so that if we're really getting down to the basis of what it is, so that I can have a better life. uh, I know it can be hard to find uh, direct application for algebra, or calculus, or why we have to read Beowulf. Maybe none of you have ever read Beowulf before. If you have not, it is awesome! One of the hypest, what is it, classics, there it is, that I've ever read. But, understanding algebraic math or understanding old English might not necessarily uh, help you with your taxes. Actually, it kind of does because math and understanding how to work with long division or long multiplication to help you not make horrible mistakes and lose money is kind of big and important. But it really helps you round out as a person. If anything, like if it's not the field that you go into, it helps you be a more well-rounded human being, it helps you understand the world that you're in, and it helps you really grow as a person, that's something that I've definitely had the privilege of doing at school, is growing as a person and understanding, wow, there's a lot to this life, like it's not just work, 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 sleep, 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 eat, 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 there's A lot of interesting things and there's a lot of creative and interesting people who took the time to come up with these math problems or write this really cool story. So, I mean, it definitely helped with, like I said, perspective and gave me a new light on the classroom setting. Now, the last book I want to talk about, I know I'm running short on time because I need to keep these short because they are tidbits, not full episodes, Leo, come on, is The Crucible. Now, some of you might have read this book for either college or high school. I know people at my old school read it during their senior year, uh, and it depicts the uh, Salem witch trials that went down in Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, The story revolves around a man named John Proctor and the adultery acts. Adultery acts? Is that how you say it? The adultery uh, that he had with a handmaid named Abigail Williams and how mainly Abigail Williams basically accuses Anybody who she doesn't like or sees weird stuff happening with, and weird stuff I mean a fire crackling at the wrong moment, to be a witch and execute them. So that was very, that is very fun. Uh, However, it really depicts the uh, almost insanity and injustice that can come with paranoia uh, and with kind of trying to find ways to get rid of people you don't like. It, it is a actually a pretty heavy story. Uh, there are some interesting and kind of really sad or powerful moments in it. Uh, one in particular that stuck out to me was, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was a moment when a character was given the choice to lie, like, Completely and utterly lie about something in front of the entire town, or stand up for the truth, and their life was on the line for it. And it really depicted the uh, definite struggle that I think a lot of us can have. Almost everybody in their lifetime will usually have a point where you can choose to stand up for something that you might get pwned for, or you can just keep walking. Um, and it's all sorts of different levels of, did you see somebody take from the cookie jar to, it could save a person's life, um, and it really did depict the, uh, aspect of the struggle to stand up for truth, so that really did uh, strike a chord with me, and I thought it was really well done, and had a pretty powerful message, so I wanted to include it on this list. Anyways, thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope your year goes well and is filled with lots and lots and lots of reading. See you next time, and I hope you enjoyed my bookful tidbit.